Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, I have 25 years in the industry, and I worked under Steven Spielberg, and I help people get jobs in the movie industry. I don't think it's a good idea for you to ask questions about how to get your films funded. Yeah, and you're still a pretentious jackass, so why don't you just shut up? Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio! Hey, how's it going, J36 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? This is J-Man, of course. Just sitting back, chilling and everything. Welcome to 304 of the J-Man Show. And let me just let you know this. That little intro in the beginning was actually a true conversation. You know how, like, uh, yours truly takes on, like, gatekeepers and pretentious douchebag garbage people and and sometimes other content creators with zestfully appeal? (laughs) Well, it'll never stop, guys. Even as I continue doing this series, it'll never end because... I'll have to keep fighting a whole bunch of crazy stuff. It could be somebody's opinion, or it could be somebody like trying to use facts, and I'll have a counterpoint to it. It, it, It's just all over the place. And if there's one thing I can't stand, I can't stand that somebody who made it in the industry comes and turns about face when somebody gave them a shot and a chance and act as though they're better than everybody else. You're not better than everybody else. You got a shot. You ran with it. You made it. And even then, if you made it, you had 25 years in the industry and you're showcasing that you're a regular old horse's ass. That one way or another, you are not respecting the people that taught you the craft of making it in the filmmaking industry. That's really, really sad. You know what I mean? Which is why sometimes, you know, I could go mainstream. But there's plenty of times where I don't mind staying in the independent game because a lot more freer, you can do quite a lot of things, and then not to mention you don't really have any real restriction other than what you impose on yourself. Now, chances are you might have to pay for that funding primarily, or you may have to work another job to pay for it, or you may have to look into other ways of getting the money, but all in all I know is is that people, instead of actually solving a problem, They go ahead and they make corny jokes about it, or at the same time, they try to harass people who really want to make movies. And, you know, there's a lot of cool things about making movies and stuff like that. You're building something that, you know, that somebody thought of, somebody took the time to write, and then, like, you know, with a bit of a revising and proofreading, you made it probably better. Or at the same time, you know, everybody's reaching towards this common goal. That's the beauty of it. The problem is they don't tell you how many headaches you got to go through and crewing up. And then once again, everybody's looking to get paid, which isn't a bad thing in theory. But there's always somebody to think that should be paid a little bit more. And they don't even provide services rendered unless you have a down payment. And stuff is beyond insane at this moment. 
And this fool right here is going to go ahead and glorify it. And see, the thing about it is, he's over there talking down at people who ask a simple question about funding. At the same time, he will go ahead and throw his resume out there like he's looking for a job. Obviously, he's not doing so hot in the filmmaking industry. But then again, mainstream filmmaking is ridiculous in its own right. Because everybody's striking all over the place. And there could be reasons for the strike. And there could be ways to re resolve the strike. But once again, it's not going to happen. Because people love the drama of all this stuff. And the reality of things is they were all focused on the business. They probably would say, hey, look, we need to work on a compromise. But all those executives up there, they're not falling back. And all these actors and writers and stuff, well, they're not falling back either. So there's a stalemate. There's an argument there. And everybody's talking about Hollywood burning and all this stuff. Hollywood was already careening down the pathways of hell anyway for like quite some time. And you know, it's not even the MCU's fault this time about things. What it is is that this whole thing regarding mainstream filmmaking or mainstream entertainment is monkey see, monkey do. That's all people want to do nowadays. They just want to do the same thing, speak the same voice, and then at the same time have nothing to offer anybody. At least here, you'll get variety. That's what I always say. And then not to mention, like, you know, I see it a lot in my own friends group. I see it a lot in other people out here that they all were, you know, they all had goals. They all had something exciting. And then something happened along the way. They either meet somebody new that comes in and redirects them, change them around. Or they also go out here to where they had their dream and somebody ruined their dream for them. And then they just fell in line like everybody else see here's the thing with me myself and the way i look at like mainstream media is you just do the best you can you don't really necessarily need to hide your best work per se but if your greatest work means a lot more to you and keeps you alive work on that outside of mainstream media if you can go ahead and take what you learn from this and apply it to all the other structures that you do and then at the same time, don't listen to any of these damn people out here that have always something negative to say or always got to be a contrarian about something. Like say like you want to make a movie that could be iconic for whoever to come see it later on and stuff. And there's this one person that's like, no, you can't do that. That's not the way it's going to be. Studios don't invest in movies like that anymore. They got to go for pre-sold franchises. Don't, don't, don't listen to that dumbassery. Because that's somebody that sits there, yeah, while there's a factual truth to that, that's not the end-all, be-all. See, after a while, these studios are going to need people from the independent game stepping up again. They're going to need people to go ahead and do a lot more. Every, every single person that you see on screen nowadays started somewhere. And it's not always about what you know, it's who you know. I do, I do agree with that. But the same thing about it is, though, at the end of the day, you could be competition for them. You could be. I mean, if you keep working on your skill set and going as far as you need to and jump in there and just say, hey, look, I'm running a show. And you can run the show with people that Hollywood kicked out unjustly if you wanted to. You could do quite a lot of those things because, you know what, it's all about proving them wrong. You see what I'm saying? Like nowadays, people are, are so scared of anything nowadays or so full of anxiety, which is another pathway to fear. And they're not doing it like they used to. I mean, most people are scared of, and you know, guess what? I guess that is the um, arch villain for the rest of the season, artificial intelligence. But at the same time, I look at artificial intelligence much like what it is, something that mankind created, 
and doesn't want to have responsibility over. Especially when it comes to breaking all the rules, doing all the copyright infringement. I cannot wait for the first court case to happen regarding that. When it just messes up everything. Of course, you're seeing the strikes right now, but I'm talking about actual litigation coming into play. I can't wait for that. Mm, Because once again, you got all these companies out here. Just because they should and they're able to doesn't mean they should have ran with it. You see what I'm saying? And like somebody else was telling me the other day as I was setting up my green screen, they were like, oh, you said you use green screen, you, know, you can use Unreal, or you can go ahead and utilize AI to go ahead and make the scene that you need. You can do all that. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to. I don't care to use it. Technically, I'm kind of using programming anyway to generate the background as I have the green screen. The point is, is that I'm going to use what I have, not with the culture, not with society, not what anything out here tells me. It's a tool that I'm going to use for my project. And it's my project. It's not yours. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you know, this is a faster workflow. I don't care about that. I'm trusting my process. That's what matters right now. You see what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you gotta be an independent thinker. You gotta be a free thinker. And then like this, you know what? How about thinking like you don't have access to that stuff? How about thinking like, guess what? I I don't care for it because I don't really need to be holding on to a crutch of it. I'll just go ahead and I'll write freehand at some point. Then I'll go ahead and I'll type the script. And then I'll go ahead and I'll fine tooth and edit the script. And then I'll rewrite the script again until I know that it's ready to be a production draft. Because, hey, look, I'm not going through a script reader for this. Not right now. See what I'm saying? Like when you're working on your own production and stuff. And see, the thing is, people will... I guess some people out here are trying to find financing for uh, short films and all. Which, uh, give or take, it's, it's tricky, but it's not tricky. If you go ahead and you look at, like... What ways you can get funding for this? You might have something. But you see, the only problem with that is, when you make a movie like that for free, it's kind of the way it is, man. You made the movie for free, so, you know, you have it here, but then there has to be some money raised up so you can submit it to, like, a film festival or whatever so that you can have a fighting chance. But can can a short film be profitable? It's possible. But at the same time, you know, how long is your movie going to be? Or if you're going to go for like a full feature, you know, if you're going to go over to 60 minutes for a feature, then you go ahead and you find a way to get this thing marketed, to get it distributed. And then while we're at it, see how you can pay your people and not just with food. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like people will make fun of that now. Oh, he paid us in food. He paid us in food. And it's like this, you know, here's the thing. You got to start somewhere. You don't have the money to pay your people like that. You might as well feed them. And then at the same time, it's like, guess what? You're trying to build a staff here. You're trying to build people to actually come together and work on this stuff. You know, you like your cameraman. And you're, you know, not, not just like your cameraman, your writer that's on the, on the detail to make sure that we're following script. And then not to mention like other people in that unit your lighting and your DP, all that stuff. You're making sure everybody is working together. Everybody knows each other. Everybody is willing to be a part of the same group. So that you can finish this movie. Don't think about sequels. Don't think about distracting things right now. Stay in the moment. 
for your actual work. And people all on the outside looking in, they're always going to be saying something like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. Oh, I don't understand if that's going to be a thing. Just negative, stupid shit. And you have every right to protect your dream and tell them to shut the fuck up. For real. Anybody that's coming around here digging up feces and trying to throw it your way, well, guess what? Make sure you have something to catch that feces. Not your hand or your face, but make sure you got like another shovel and then fling it right back at them real quick with double the force and double the strike to let them know how wrong they are. Because this is your time. I'm letting all of you out there know this is your time. This is my time too. The whole point about it is this is our world, guys. Our world is a wasteland because at some point we got lazy with our counter-arguments. We got lazy with all those things. I mean, even if this thing is not going to make a whole lot of money right now, in years to come, if the releasing still works out and you have the rights to the release, you're going to make that money back at some point. But it's like, you know, a lot of people forget. Like, a lot of these iconic films that we looked into, the people that worked on it, this was a make or break for them. You know, like Terminator, right? You know James Cameron, for all of his smug-ass shit that he does, and I really can't stand him nowadays. But back in the day, he was broke. He was living in his car when he wrote Terminator. But he had some people on the inside to help him after he wrote that, and they liked it, and they ran with it. They gave the investment, everything else. You know, Tyler Perry living in his car. I'm not trying to romanticize being homeless and living in your car, but I'm saying like being at your lowest point probably is all you need sometimes. To go ahead and rework everything come back strong. A lot of people don't expect you to come back. A lot of people practice the one and done kind of way of doing things. Because, hey, you know, embarrassing people and keeping them down, that's the best way. That's the best prison of all. But no, 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 no. And if you're in the school of J-Man, you don't get to do that stuff. It's like this. Look, you might get hit. You People might leave you. You might be at your lowest low. You might be wondering. It might be you and your trademarks that you bought. But here's the thing. Rise up with that. This time, don't start anything with the same old people, the same old groups. Start things with newer people. And then, like, go ahead and, you know, find your platform. Be about your platform. Know what your story is. Know where you've been. And know where, guess what, you went through some wrong directions, some misdirections or whatever. But now it's time to reassess, put something together, and build towards it. Like that movie that was sitting in there, yeah, you don't you don't let it die. You just see like, okay, do I even need this scene? Do I need that character? Do I need all this stuff? You know what I mean? Condense it. Find another way to tell your stories. If you look at things, like every single one of us are always trying to outdo each other by talking about different movies and different shows and all that kind of stuff that we watch. But really, count how many people are in that show along with count how many locations are used. And then like, you know, figure this whole thing out. Don't look at Marvel and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about, if you're going to look at any kind of Marvel, I would suggest look at like the Incredible Hulk show or hell to a point, even that Spider-Man show that was there for a little bit. You know, he didn't really web swing that much, but he did do a lot of wall crawling. And like when he was fighting, he used a lot of web techniques. But yeah, as far as like web slinging, nah, too much money. But the thing about it is, is this, if you really want to go that route, that's fine. Is what I'm saying. If you want to do anything with superheroes, once again, like, did you know that superhero fatigue is actually a big news hit now? I'm like, oh my god. I described this a long time ago. 
episode 55, for instance. I'm like, what in the hell is this now? Because, you see, no matter how ahead mainstream media is, it's really backwards comparing to, like, what people wants and needs are. They are ass backwards. They are all sorts of which way with each other, and they're not going to stop. That science experiment is going to keep going one way or another till it implodes and falls apart. And I know a lot of us in the independent game are looking forward to it because, hey, this is our shot. This is our moment, guys. Hey, we're going to make it all. We're going to make it. And it's like, you can, but don't wait for none of that. Do something now. Or at least, you know, get a foundation. And the sad part about it is, is people forget this stuff. I almost forgot it. You know, until I saw this clown sitting over there glorifying about all his stuff, even when people ask him a question. Now, there are moments where people ask me a question, and, you know, sometimes they ask me the same question over and over again, and that's when it can get really annoying. I remember when I had people ask me stupid questions as I was doing, like, J360 jams and stuff, and I'm like, why are you asking me these kind of questions instead of submitting your tracks? At the end of the day, all I'm going to do is play your music live. And then, you know, the audience is going to connect with you and your numbers will go up and all. That's a connection. That's what that's supposed to be. But you see, there are people out here that ruin deals all the time because of their personal fears, their anxieties, and like, you know, they're afraid of losing control. You know, as I've noticed this, the more and more you dive into something, you work on something, you're going to have to give up control a little bit. Still your project, but at the same time, you're going to have to give up a little bit of it so that other people can actually breathe and work. You see what I'm saying? I know a lot of you guys forget this, though. You know, like, whereas people that are your friends, yeah, they're your friends. Some are your real friends, but quite a lot of them are probably not. And you know, like, the one person that is not productive and is not putting any time in on anything, let that fool go. Let that person go. They might be good people to hang out with on the weekend or whatever. But let that fool go. There is no reason why to keep certain people like that around. Especially if you're working on something. Like, you know, the work needs to get done. One way or another, it needs to get done. It needs to be finished. And, like, this person is doing nothing more to waste your time. Some people will cast that particular person because they have a certain look to them and everything. As, like, the main actor or whatever. And if there's, like, a dispute, that person knows that what they are and all that kind of crap. They will try to hold that production hostage, which is not cool at all. I remember dealing with somebody who was all about being a part of my documentary one time. And then later on, because somebody in her boyfriend's family saw it, they, they, she started, instead of saying like, hey, I was in a documentary and I had a great time and I told my story, she started going about face and trying to say like, oh, Jay went ahead and recorded without my permission and all that stuff. And I was like, bitch, please. Ain't going to happen like that. I got a talent release form for your ass. And indeed, her name is on it. And she's over there breaking all the rules. And I could have happily sued her ass. I wouldn't have got much. But here's the thing. If you have people that have a problem signing release forms... They are not meant to be in any production at all. I don't care if they're your friends or not. I remember I had some dude that was trying to say like, hey, I'm going to have people on the sports show. And um, I was like, okay, they're going to sign a release form for it. 
And he told me they were offended. I was like, good. I don't want them on it. Now, dude almost got mad at me about this crap. But I said, I said, you can get mad all you want to. This is my production company. And I'm not going to let people waste it or destroy it. So to hell with you. Needless to say, dude's not a part of the group anymore. But I'm glad I did what I did. Because here's the thing. Friendship is good. But when you're running a business, be about your business. And you'll know the ones that ain't about your business because they always want to override stuff. Always want to be like, oh, well, this is what I feel it would work. I don't give a damn about your feelings. I just want to see things function. See what I'm saying? That's not cold-hearted or anything. But like I say, people have an ass-backwards point of view about what success is. You know, feelings first and all that kind of stuff. Feelings are great. Like, feelings keep us human. But it's all about, like, what did you get done? Did you get this finished? Did you get this part taken care of? Did you manage to make this happen? It's kind of like if you have a book deal or something, you know, and they want another one of your manuscripts and stuff, and they have a deadline. Okay, you can try to go for an extension if you want to. But, you know, here's the thing. Why don't you just try to reach for that deadline if possible? You know what I mean? Because things happen. Life happens. You know, writer's block and all that jazz when you just can't create happens. Stuff like that. But no, 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 no. Don't fall into the trap. Get through this. Punch through this. Find a way to make this work. You know what I'm saying? And the same can be applied to music too. Like, you got more and more people that are like, I want to quit music. Why? Why do you want to quit music? I want to start doing DJing. I want to host my own radio station. It's like, why? You know what I mean? Like, whenever I see people do that kind of stuff, I'm like, why Why you want to do that? Not that radio station hosting is bad and all that. Other stuff, but here's the thing. It requires work. No different than what you are doing making music. And everybody wants to try to shoehorn into somebody else's spot. Have you noticed that too? Because it isn't working out in the other area, so they try to shoehorn themselves in the other spots and stuff like that. They have no experience in and all that stuff. It's like this. Even if you are doing that stuff, why don't you practice and get to know what you're doing first? Then we can talk. You know what I mean? I've noticed a lot of synthwave people trying to do that stuff, and I'm like, oh, wow, I guess it ain't really working out in the industry anymore, so you're going to go ahead and try to shovel where I'm at, right? You know what I mean? And, And note how, like, you have certain things that you're good at doing because you're naturally good at that whereas there are other things that you did not discover yet that you have have to practice on and you don't know when you're ready for that oh believe me on this one trust yourself enough to know when you're ready when you're ready you can jump into that what i think is that people have forgotten that you are supposed to be able to you're able to be good at certain things right off but you got to practice and get to where you need to be for other things that's what i think people have forgotten and i'm not saying that you couldn't be a radio star and all that stuff but what i'm saying is with the way things are and the whole digital revolution that happened and that we're all able to create our own when you go about something be about it like i'm about radio producing in addition to film production but the truth is is that guess what I have to also be looking at different areas where I can go ahead and be proficient at too, such as like business, you know, media business and all. You really got to go ahead and jump in on that because it's a whole different beast compared to just creating. And contrary to popular belief, it usually doesn't mean a lighter load 
it means a lot more responsibility. Chances are it might keep you late up in the night. And, you know, doing extreme late nights, they take a toll on you. Like, it's not for the faint of heart to actually carry all this stuff. And no, I'm not looking for sympathy because I chose this. And you know what? Like I say, when you go about it and you love it so much, you know, it doesn't affect you. But I'm talking to some of you that go about doing this stuff. Then you got to be responsible for other people's tracks and the shows that you run. And you can't cancel everything. Otherwise, that just makes you look bad. So, like, when I see people go about saying they want to be in that part of the industry, I'm like, okay, but you got to dedicate. And you can't get mad if things don't work out. You can't. You can get a little pissed sometimes, but don't put it on the airwaves. Like, see, with me, myself, when I do that, well, (laughs) you know, I'm speaking from the heart on things, but also I know I got nothing to lose regardless. You see And then not to mention, like, when I'm speaking about it in that term, I'm very passionate about my work. And I'm also very territorial about things, too. Because, like, I noticed, like, how, like, a lot of people were like, you're you're, you're very territorial about this. It's like, I kind of protect it. Don't I? What am I supposed to do? Be so passive and say, hey, yeah, man, you go ahead and you copy off of me. Please, just do everything. We're still friends in the end, right? No. I met a lot of people who cowardly do those things. And the sad part about it is that they usually don't do so hot or they flame out or fall apart because the people that they thought were their friends in the music industry, would they thought they would help carry them. But it turns out, nah. Those hands got real empty after a while. And also, they lack an original voice, you know? Like things to talk about they don't have. So, in a way, if you, you know, like, you would want to know. You don't just hop on stuff because it seems like it's popular or somebody else is having a fun time doing it. Do you have something to give to people? You know, but at the end of the day, I could go ahead and tell you all that stuff, but what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then, of course, you know, with more and more people coming around comes greater saturation. Everybody knows about oversaturation, don't we? Like, I remember there was this one dude I knew one time. He's like, I'm going to go over to Facebook.com to escape oversaturation. And I was like, okay, good luck. And, like, the dude went over there, put his stuff on Facebook, but the numbers weren't coming fast enough. So he decided to come back to me to complain. And I was like, dude, this was your plan. Are you promoting the stuff? Are you pushing the stuff out there? Are you telling people, hey, come watch our content here? You know, are you inviting enough? And you know the crazy part is, he didn't answer any of those questions. He just thought it was going to automatically grow. Boy, that's a mistake. You know, like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't with some of y'all. But the point is, is because see, if I'm not careful in explaining this point, I'm going to be just like that dude I talked about in the beginning of this whole adventure here. But yeah, you got to promote your stuff. You got to go ahead and share that. Wherever that page is, you need to share it. If it's your primary page, you got to share it. Just like uh, what those of you in the Jam Fam, I always ask you, which do you prefer? Do you prefer Spotify or Bandcamp? Usually two of the mains. I know some of y'all have Apple Music, and I know quite a lot of y'all use YouTube Music. Cool, you know. Whichever helps you along the way. That's what I always ask you about. Because here's the thing. If I'm going to be helping to promote you and all, it's going to be one of those channels. Because I only got room for one. 
And some of you are nice enough to give me your link tree. That usually helps too. But it's like, whichever helps you. Don't make the deal weird. Oh, that's another thing too. Because we'll go ahead and dive into that. Do not make the deal weird. Whatever your deal is or any of this stuff, do not make it weird. Okay? Like, when I go ahead and I talk to people for J360 Jams and all, and they allow me to see their music and everything, cool, great. But don't come up like, oh, I have a Spotify page, and uh, I highly suggest you to check it out. Because I'm going to hit you with that same energy. Oh, I have J360 Jams, and I highly suggest you check it out, see exactly how I work this out. And then, like, you know, send the rules. And then this particular person was, oh... Well, yeah, you can buy my music. Uh, I don't give out audio files. And I said, <laughs> Well, I laughed first. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I did laugh. But what I also said was, Thanks anyway. Which is the most polite way of me to tell you, Go fuck yourself. Because here, here's my thing. I'm not stealing from you or anything else like that. And another damn thing is, I don't know you. Am I going to go ahead and open my wallet to buy music from somebody I don't know? I mean, for J360 Jams? A lot of y'all, like I say, when I meet you, this is you representing you. Okay? Or any of y'all with any of these labels like Aztec, Pure Synth. By the way, sup Oscar? The whole point about this is... When you are doing that, you are representing you on Jams, okay? Now, I could go out and I could... You know, throw, throw in some money, buy the tracks and all that stuff. But upon your first meeting, upon your debut, this is you. Submit your stuff. Be about this for you before everybody else started looking. Now, any of those people that got their 13000 and all that kind of stuff, hey, that, that, that's cool on them if they want to be on jams. But guess what? Even they know to submit their tracks. You know what I mean? I'm not stealing from you, but I'll be damned if you're going to steal from me and ruin the show that's designed here to help musicians. That show is to help musicians, not hurt it. And when people try to throw their leverage around, who don't have a Spotify page, baby? I got a Spotify page. I got fucking four of them. Five if you count soda. I don't understand like when people do that stuff, man. It is so weird, and it ruins it. It ruins everything when, you know, that, that's just not good. See, here's the thing. When there's a deal between two parties, you're the other party, you got to best represent yourself. If I am the other party, which nine times out of ten I am, I best represent me and my brand. You see what I'm saying? I best represent J360 Reductions. It's got to be the partnership that helps both. In the situation. Not anybody trying to backstab one. Or, or one trying to overstep the other. There's a line in the middle of the deal. Which is the w part of the party. And we shake on that line. That's what a partnership is. And you carry out that partnership until. You know. Either party doesn't feel that it's viable anymore. And it can be dissolved. It can be done in a tactful peaceful manner. But guess what. It doesn't generate YouTube views does it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop making the deal weird. The same thing goes for, like, any sort of other parts of business, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, not just media, 
But like any form of exchange or any form of commerce and all that stuff. Did you know one time I actually had a weird deal that I said no to because there was this guy who was on the other side of the party. I don't want to say the name of his brand if he was still around or whatever because, you know, screw that. But this guy had like a deal for like a commodity, for like a featured speaker that I was interested in and he was interested in. And the thing is, the featured speaker, he was so stupid at business, he he thought he could represent my side. I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? I said, that's not the way the deal works. And I said, no to the whole thing. I said, nope, nope, nope. I can do it myself. Which is kind of why you got the J-Man show anyway. But what's funny is, is that like, in a deal like that, the person in question is the commodity. The two businesses for said commodity that are trying to work in a joint venture for that commodity that is the ones that should be talking. And if there isn't somebody that should be talking, it should be somebody impartial as the mediator to oversee what is going on in this business. And the commodity is not able to be the mediator. Do you see what I'm saying? Because it becomes conflict of interest. But you see, like, most people don't seem to understand that stuff. That's why you got a whole lot of clusterfucks and a whole lot of... um a whole lot of bad uh, bad litigation deals and stuff like that all the time because nobody is looking at this objectively and trying to make sure that this is the best deal for all parties involved to get a big win. You know what I mean? If not, it's going to be a lose. If anything, it could go one of two ways. The person in the commodity gets the commodity. They end up making a win off of that stuff, whereas I lose out because I'm not getting any part of that deal or like you know, vice versa. Now, not only is that bad business, that's very stupid too. You do not want to be in a situation like that. And most times if you ever want to do like agreements and stuff like that, and I say this to a lot of y'all and some of y'all look at me like I'm crazy, but (laughs) you will trust me for this. Those of you that are listening to me, any real deals that you want to do, any real deals that mean something to you and all that jazz, you want it in writing. No verbal deals. I don't do verbal deals. I never do. I put them in writing. If it's something real serious for a feature or whatever, put it in writing. If you're putting on like a music event, whatever the hell you do, put it in writing. I mean, like, you know, you get AI to draw it up or what, whatever sort of lazy way you do. And here's the funny part about that. You guys think that's the end all be all, right? Y'all think that's the answer for everything? That's not the way it works. Make sure... You know how to write a deal, and you know how to put together a deal, and make sure, like, you know, it's a very clear-cut deal. None of this garble crap here where, you know, once again, you think you're being smart, but you just created a loophole for everybody. That's stupid. Know exactly what you're getting into. Honor the deals that you make. And here's the thing. If it's a bad deal and you don't see, like, any respect or any sort of growth from said deal, don't go through with it. Just like I said about those two examples there. You know? These are things that I went through. And to be honest, I'm glad I went through them. Because, see, not only am I ready for any other business deals, the whole point is is that I also can leave these stories to teach some of you out there. You know? Because quite a lot of times you think about it, you think about it. People forget that sometimes what we leave as podcasts, it could help somebody else out. You understand? 
So, you know, that's why it's like, yeah, you in the school of J-Man at this point. So you got to think like, you know, but you got to think as a business person would. You know what I mean? Like some of y'all have not particularly dived into it, but you got to think like it. Because people nowadays are very being very unscrupulous. And not to mention, they are not being accountable for everything that they do. At least you could be tactful, accountable, and analytical and, you know, still make people laugh. But you got to be calculating. You got to be thinking about things. And the truth is, is that, like, nowadays people act like, oh, well, you know, you're just being real rigid. That's not the way it should work. Capitalism is evil. Is it, though? Or is it just because people have not really covered their bases like they should have is why we are where we are? It's quite a lot of things to think about, man. The reasons for the problems are numerous, but... There are numerous solutions that we could do, but people are scared to try for them. But you see, as I am about this, I can't dive into that too much. I'm just letting you guys know exactly how you're able to get ahead in the industry if you really want to be here. Or, you know, just at the same time, if you want to stay small or stay independent, I should say. Because, you know, there's really no, no such thing as small, small, you know. If you want to stay independent about things, that's cool too. And nobody should judge you you know, whether your decisions are or what, you know, you have your own voice and everything, but everything's your own. Whereas like over in the studio market, yeah, you're going to have to work with them a little bit, but here's the thing. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Don't be afraid to say like, yeah, I made the best possible choice I could. And don't be afraid to be like, you know what? Let's just make this stuff count. Because if people didn't go for things and if people didn't try, you wouldn't have any of this pop culture crap that you all have like trophy cases for. You know, like that Ninja Turtles movie in the 90s. We would never have had that had like a bunch of filmmakers decided to say, you know what, none of the studios want this. Let's not go for it. I'm talking about the first one. And for its time, that was like the highest independent film ever made, wasn't it? Like in the 90s, like the highest grossing independent film. And it's still pretty friggin' good to this day. Yes, the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Woo! They managed to pull that off in such a great way. And like, oh man, I really would like another one in that style. Trust me. But, I don't know. It's in Nickelodeon's court right now, and they seem pretty focused on the animated features. But, if they ever do live suits like that, I know that they have the ability to. So that's just one of the things to think about. But, I want you guys to remember this though. Like... Because the world tells you you can't does not mean that it's fact. You can do anything you really wanted to. You can make cartoons in the old style if you want it. You could write a movie. You could write a book. You can do all these things. But sometimes for best results, though, don't put it online so AI can get to it. Don't, don't like, tell everybody in the neighborhood entirely until you're done. Like, when you're ready to go into production and all that jazz. That's when you know. You don't need to go ahead and let everybody know every damn thing you're doing at that moment. And even then, when you get, like, uh, gatekeepers that come and tell you, No! You can't do this kind of work! Let it inspire you to go ahead and make this happen. And then while you're at it, make sure you go ahead and check that jerk who said it. And make one hell of a good beat out of it. Take all the disillusion in you and make the meanest art possible. Because art is an argument. Like, you know, at the end of the day, those of you running around doing the AI, um, AI profile pictures and stuff like that, I don't know why you did it, but hell, I don't care.
It's not me. You don't ever see like an AI picture of J-Man floating around. So, I, you know, whatever. Hey, look, it's just one of those places I don't dive into. But also, though, I hope you know they're storing all of your stuff in a data bank. And you know what? I'll let you figure it out. Oh, and about Spielberg boy, after I checked him on that site, he shut the hell up. So, hey, it could be real or it couldn't be real. But what I'm saying is stop worrying about the industry and all this stuff. Because they're going to keep recycling old things. But if you go ahead and you focus on yourself a little bit, you know exactly what message you're trying to do. And you just keep pushing yourself ahead. If they don't go for it, there's other ways you can go for it. Do not let this society fool you. Alright? Do what's important to you. But until then, though, I got to get out of here. This is J-Man signing off. Y'all take care of yourselves. Peace.